Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the Mansion Podcast. With Krill Dog and Andy. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Mitchin. Back after an early retirement. We back. <laughs> um, my name's Andrew Levins. With me today is my co-host Mitch Orr. Um, the Mitchin is a p- p- podcast about food in Sydney, and uh, this week finds us in Packdown. Well, we're not packing down. We're not doing any work. Mitch and I are, are just sitting on our butts, watching the entire team of Noma, uh, Noma Sydney, pack down their pop-up, which has popped up in Sydney for a few months now. Their last weekend of trade was this weekend just passed, and so today every staff member is furiously sweating as they move and tape boxes. Um, one of the staff members who is not doing that for the next 15 minutes <laughs> is our friend Catherine Bont, uh, who is uh, someone who uh, started cooking in Australia and uh, moved to Copenhagen to, to cook at Noma for many years, and uh, I'm going to let her give you more backstory because she's a bit mysterious. Catherine, uh, thanks for coming on, on the Mitchin. Well, thanks for letting us come bring the Mitchin to you today. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. Hi, my name's Kat. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Of course, I follow you guys and it's <laughs> kind of surreal to be sitting here and talking to you. But um, yeah, I'm born in Sydney, but I have Dutch parents and I left Australia 10 years ago after doing my chef's apprenticeship here and working a little bit front of house. But So I've been traveling for the last 10 years, living and working overseas. I had four years in the north of Japan. I lived in the Caribbean for a year and a half, traveled around Thailand for 10 months, and now I found myself in Copenhagen working at Noma. So I've been there just over four years and kind of incredible after also being a part of the team that packed up and moved to Tokyo to now be at home in Australia, in Sydney with the team from Noma for the past couple of months. Yeah, how funny. Did you think signing up to Noma would eventually bring you back home? Not at all. When was the last time you were home? I was home a year ago, just on a year ago. So my little sister had a baby. I've come home twice in the past 18 months. But, you know, before that, it was nearly three years. So not... Not so often. And your home for you is Brisbane, right? No, well, I I was born in Monavale in Sydney, mm-hmm. but now all my family have sort of ended up in Brisbane, but I, I call Sydney home. Right. Yeah. Awesome. And what's your role in the Noma Kitchen? Well, I actually work front of house at Noma at the moment. I've have been cooking for seven years and at Noma, my position, my title now is team leader. Right. So it's a nice sort of blend being, you know, having a bit of knowledge and experience back of house, but also training front of house and just... Doing a bit of everything. Which do you prefer of the two? Oh, well, my passion and my heart is definitely with the food. That's what I really, really love. But, you know, the actual commercial production side of the food, I don't miss that so much. Being sure. in the kitchen, mm-hmm. the long hours and the repetitiveness. and But, you know, being in a position at Noma where I'm still involved in the ingredients and everything, it's, it's pretty special. Um, tell us about the, the, the pop-up itself and, and maybe how, how different it, it's been to not only the, the original Noma, but also the pop-up in, in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, well, I think this Noma Australia pop-up, it's been over a year of planning. And to be a part and see it all sort of come together in the past year and then arrive into this space that we've created has been really, really special. I think that's the biggest difference for me from Japan is that we took over an existing space. We kind of had to make Noma work in that space. But, you know, we've really been able to craft and create the dream restaurant for us in Australia. And it's 
We, are you the only Australian on the team? No, we have a, a handful of Australians actually. James, the restaurant manager, is from Adelaide. And he's been on the team like seven, eight years. Bo, our sous chef, who has also been leading the research and development for this Australia project. He's from Coffs Harbour. We have Tamara from Brisbane. We have Tess from Perth. So we have, we have quite a few in the full-time team. And so were, were, they, were yourself and those other Australians consulted by the others on the NOMA team when it came to putting the menu together? Um, the menu was put together, of course, with Renee, and then we have Thomas, one of our sous chefs, who's the head of research and development, and then Bo has played like a key part in that, you know, being from Coffs Harbour, and he's made all of the research trips over here, um, discovering all of the ingredients and putting the menu together, but yeah. Yeah. Because we're going to be talking to a few, of hopefully some chefs um, yeah. today. We're going to try and talk to as many people from Noma that aren't furiously taping boxes and lifting cutlery. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, people often say of Australian cuisine that it doesn't really exist. That it, you know, it doesn't have a defining kind of movement other than just an amalgamation of, of doing other people's cuisines really well. Um, was, did you guys try and explore this um, in the lead up to the pop-up? Yeah, of course. And, I mean, it's... Two different worlds when we come from a pop-up in Japan last year where you're actually delving into thousands of years of history of food culture and cuisine. and You know, to then come to Australia where maybe not the, the history of the food culture is there, but there is an incredible array of undiscovered ingredients. Like Renee keeps saying, there's over 7,000 edible plants in the Australian world. It's unbelievable. So that's been more a focus on sourcing the ingredients and then keeping in the Noma way of pairing back the dishes and more focus on, you know, a little bit of technique, but putting together incredible flavors. Yeah. We, we should point out at this point that Mitch and I are plebs and we didn't actually eat at Noma. I ate at Noma. Oh, you fuck? Really? Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I'm a pleb. <laughs> Mitch is a baller. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but what, what, what was, Mitch, maybe we start with you. What was your favorite dish on the Noma menu when you ate here? Uh, my favorite dish was probably the marron and the magpie. With the magpie goose. goose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, milk skin yeah it's probably my favorite um i ate dishes that i didn't particularly like i didn't like a few i haven't i don't know if i've told cat what i did and didn't like i had an amazing day of lunch but there was definitely dishes that i didn't like and there were some dishes which were really amazing so i think i've spoken to a lot of people that were lucky enough to go to both the pop-up in japan and noma in copenhagen this was my first noma experience and i sort of noticed that Everyone from Australia who ate in Japan liked Japan a lot more than Australia, but people from overseas who ate in in Japan and then came to Australia liked Australia more than Japan. So I think that might be to do with the fact that we've seen a lot of the ingredients before, like we eat a shitload of pippies and stuff like that. And, you know, so for us, it's a bit more commonplace than people coming from the other side of the world to experience what Noma was doing here. So, yeah, I think, it, like, overall, I think it's a really good thing and it's brought a lot of eyes to Sydney and hopefully those eyes didn't just look at Noma. Hopefully they spread out and saw the amazing food culture that now exists in Sydney and the amazing quality of restaurants that we have here. And but hopefully ho- that yeah. lasts, yeah. But hopefully as well, I mean, aside from the food, I think so much about what Noma is and what we focus so much of our energy on when we're such a big team is the overall experience. Yeah. So we hope, you know, of course, people have favorites, people have things they like more than others. There are certain flavors that other people just don't get perhaps. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we try to really come together as a team and we want to guide people through that experience and, you know, give them, give them some new taste that they've never had before whether it be the wine or the juices or the food or you know and if it's actually a a conversation piece in that point and you know also with having nearly 80 staff from 20 different nationalities you know i think a lot of people always mention that part of noma as Mm. well and yeah it's been it was a great experience and i think one of the best parts about noma being here is the team getting to become a part of the community in Sydney because the, the restaurant community between chefs and sommeliers and bartenders and stuff in Sydney is and DJs re- and DJs <laughs> yes definitely is really really strong I think it's one of the strongest in the world and to have you guys come in and be a part of that yeah. from top to bottom like that's been really amazing that's almost been more important to me than the restaurant being yeah. here itself you know what I mean it's having that sort of 
breath of fresh air and people being so interested in what's happening in Sydney and meeting new people and becoming part of the community and the family. It's been really yeah, good. Yeah, I think I've done all right at that. <laughs> so, in short, Mitch liked magpies. Uh, Kat, what was your, uh, your favourite dish on the menu? In short, Levens is still a pleb. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's interesting that Mitch mentions that one because uh, I, all, I, I love the marin dish. The, it's a whole freshwater crayfish that's grilled on the barbecue it's then got a ragu or this thick paste of the magpie goose from the northern territory that eats mangoes are quite sweet um and in a caramelized milk skin and then folded you know some people say taco or whatever but the idea and the inspiration behind that was also a little bit of a nod to the asian culture here in especially sydney and a little dumpling and then wrapped in this woven palm leaf basket so i love the story to that one as well um i also think we have this dish of snow crab with a egg yolk and fermented kangaroo sauce. I, I think that just the simplicity of that, the richness of the crab, that's one of my favourites as well. And having lived in Australia for so long, I mean, I know a big talking point in the lead up to the pop-up was that there were suppliers coming out with um, uh, in- ingredients and food being offered that we had never really seen on, on Sydney menus before. Were there, were there any things that you never thought you would eat? that you ended up oh so many like even some of the little wild berries that we tried and kakadu plum as a powder you know that that was something that really sort of opened my eyes um green macadamia nuts you know grow up with macadamia nuts and we know them and we eat them but having the unripe version and the, the that was just even something as simple as that was a surprise for me native tamarind we used on the dessert as well this bright bright red tart Mm native fruit so it's not related to the southeast asian tamarind but um oh every day i went out foraging a couple of times and to be out you know roaming the shoreline and being pointed out all these things and which would end up being the condiment for the abalone it's like wow we like tread on those things in the peach all the time we're actually picking them and putting them on the menu yeah mike Eggett took me foraging um in in sydney centennial park and made me eat about seven different kinds of grass so you had a significantly better experience than I yeah, did. Okay, no, we, we found some, you know, little baby figs we found on the shoreline and sandfire and sea blight and warrigal greens and wild fennel and watercress. And, yeah. Awesome. Um, what about the, the rest of Sydney um, besides Noma? Because I know that you, I reckon you would have eaten it about, it, given how, how much work you were doing, you also managed to fit in about, what, 10 different meals a, a week at yeah. some of Sydney's best restaurants. What were your favourites? Oh, it's been so many, but I I think what's really exciting in Sydney in the dining scene is that everything that happens at that sort of lower to mid-level, you know, that you can just go out and for $8, $10 have a bowl of luxa in Chinatown or smash a plate of dumplings. We certainly don't get that in Copenhagen. What do you get in Copenhagen? Um, $40 hot dogs? Hot dogs. (laughs) We get quite a lot of kebabs. Um, you know, of course, there are some great restaurants in Copenhagen, but it's still it's a city of only just over half a million people. So, you know, we don't have the variety and the choice that we have here. Um, uh, wow, the restaurants in Sydney have actually, like, it's blown me away with what's going on here. And just even little ice cream shops and coffee shops. And, you know, I have squeezed five, six, seven meals into some days just to simply try and do it all because it's like, I sold oh. you short by saying 10 a week. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so what are the what are the ones you went you went at the most? Because um, we're living on Pitt Street, I probably ate at Boone Cafe the most. In all honesty, Chat awesome. Thai as well, open late at night. Um, Chinatown a lot. Taste of Shanghai for dumplings in the basement at World Square. We ate there a lot. Um, yeah. Had so I, I can't even think what I ate this week, let alone in the last three months. It's been actually well, ridiculous. You, you, it's very easy to see what you've eaten because you put pretty much every meal you eat on your Instagram account, yeah. which is uh, Catherine Bond. One yep. word. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram, you must be the most Instagram famous front of house stuff. You know, person in the world with almost forty k followers. <laughs> you know, not even Hongi has that many. Yeah, I'm surprised Mary Bell didn't hit you up to uh, be a part of the yeah. How to Be Famous on Instagram <laughs> seminar. Yeah, like. You know, most most of the time, like, you can understand when chefs have big followers because they're usually the face of the restaurant and stuff, but it's pretty crazy that you've got so many. Yeah, it's overwhelming. I mean, yeah. it it even sort of started to increase after Japan. And, you know, not that I do anything to try and grab followers or anything, but just, I guess, the interest. And it's... Um, 
where we actually have people come to the restaurant and ask for me. Or we've, I've even seen booking yeah. notes sometimes. I've requested they a photo with Cat. Catherine Bond, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is actually ridiculous. Like, this is so crazy. And, you know, like even you guys maybe know the Smoking Panda. Been there a couple of times after hearing you play down at Plan B, which is amazing. But um, I was in there one night, and this guy, like, came up the stairs, and I was just at the bar having a beer, and he, like, looked at me, and I was like, Looked at him and then he came running over. He's like, oh my God, this is going to seem so weird, but are you Catherine? <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty weird. Like, I'm just in a bar having a beer and like some dude's running over to me. Yeah. I'm have, have you heard about the smoking panda, no. Mitch? See, I, I, no, Catherine I haven't brought it up. So, Catherine has also, in, as, on top of eating everywhere that I wish I could eat at every week, Catherine has also managed everywhere. to come to every single party that I've put on since she got here. Yeah. Um, but she will pretty much always show up just before lockout so <laughs> one twenty-five or something like that and for anyone that still goes clubbing the last hour of a nightclub these days the last hour you know till 3am it's pretty weird because your average kind of just like regular fun people whatever like I'm not saying people that stay out late are weirdos <laughs> I am but not everyone is uh, but like it, it gets it gets quite strange in that last hour because your average people that kind of go out don't really go out anymore so the, the crowd thins pretty quickly um, and but Catherine has been there for the drag hours of like so <laughs> many of all your parties prime, and it's been amazing time. and I put on some bizarre parties yeah. as well I did yeah the I three did. I've been to the 90s party that was amazing because that's a lot of the music we hear for our like pre-service pump up and it's that so, rude and yeah so many like, European <laughs> yeah. European <laughs> massive acts <laughs> I walked in I was like oh my god so I got to go to that one and then I went to one halfway crooks yep right and then the last party. one was Justin Bieber so it was <laughs> all it was Bieber amazing. all night <laughs> all believers yep uh, but while one night when we were, we were talking at Plan B after I'd finished playing you, you told me you were going to go to a bar called the Smoking Panda and I've never heard it before. I've never been. Can you tell me? Because you man- yeah, in being in Sydney, you managed to find a place that I've never even heard of. So, yeah, well done. So, tell us about it. Well, we, we've we all been staying. We've got like 30-something apartments up in the Meriton corner of Pitt and Bathurst. And so, that little block, we're lucky with Woolworths on the corner, 7-Eleven on the opposite corner. Oh, the, be- then, the best Australia has to offer. Yeah, we were, and Lowe's, if any of the guys come <laughs> home without their clothes, which has actually happened often. So, we've got that on the corner as well. But just, so in between Woolworths and Lowe's is this um, not the Criterion the Centurion this hotel and there's always these like security guards out the front but then the hotel's always empty and it looks so shit anyway so we're walking past and I don't know how we got put onto it but you go up to the security guards like hey and even you can get in up till like four in the morning but you got to do like it's supposed to be industry only and you walk by you're like hey hey now they know us of course but like we're, we're like, yeah, we just finished work. Where do you work? Oh, we were actually working down there. Okay, show me your ID. And then they take you in this little, like they swipe in this door and you go through this carpeted hallway, which looks like a dodgy hotel, and up these stairs. And you come out and you're in, it's called the Smoking Panda. And there's like weird red, like, I don't know, leather or velvet round tables and this real high table. It's a jellyfish tank. It's so <laughs> crazy. Like and a little DJ booth over there. I don't even... I don't know. It's so weird. You can only order two drinks at a time. Yep. But you go up and you order two drinks. You pay for them. You order another two drinks. You pay for them. I mean, they're pretty pretty <laughs> lax in that sense. Or you just walk up four of you and say, hey, can we get ten drinks? Two at a time. Yeah, there's five of us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, I don't know how. And we found it and that it's on our block. It's a little dangerous. We were all there Saturday after the pack down party, uh, so that was fun. Maybe we'll have to edit all this out so they don't get our no, 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 no. <laughs> license. No, the, only, the only customers were Noma, so <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to go that out of business now right. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's very strange that there's an industry place that, may, I mean, I'm not the best judge because I don't really drink. You know, if they don't serve a cup of tea, I'm not really going to go. But <laughs> for an industry you place that get, no one's ever heard, heard about. You tea at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry if I get them in trouble. We know what the RSA things like. <laughs> That's Jesus. I'm pretty sure Mike Baird doesn't listen to the book. <laughs> He's more of a philosophy guy. Um, yeah. So back back to your back to your Instagram. One great reason to follow you is not only because of all the dishes you eat while you travel, but also because you give a little bit of insight of uh, the staff meals, which I find really interesting. Because given there's such a massive staff at Noma, it's almost like a uh, revolving uh, list of people cooking different meals for you each night. Yeah, and I mean, we were really lucky to be able to bring that to Australia because in Copenhagen, we have actually a rotating team of people on the staff meal, two new people every week, and quite often it's the interns. So we're getting 
to try food. I've tried food from parts of the world that I think without traveling to these remote little villages, you'd ever get the chance to try. You know, someone from Peru is cooking a traditional. Then the next week we're having kimchi made by two Koreans. And the week after we've got a Japanese guy making ramen one day and, you know, okonomiyaki the next. And every single week is like that. And there's so much focus put on the quality of our staff meal and not only what we're eating but actually that time together so we have that 45 minutes where we all sit down and we talk you know like it's such a community moment for us so we were able to do that in australia as well we had a little box next to bell's little kitchen that was solely just for making staff meals so two people in there just making we come in at eight nine o'clock and there's always fruit muesli and yogurt and then at 11 o'clock we have a warm meal could be a broth or eggs or whatever. and then we eat our big meal at five o'clock so there's two people doing that for the team full time and like how many people's in your team it's like oh they're feeding you know close to 80 every day which is probably more than most restaurants serve every day <laughs> yeah almost yeah thanks and you know spreaders. like thanks, two meals a day and a little something when we come in for breakfast so that's good yeah that's good We've even had a few, you know, we've been so lucky, people reaching out to us. And, you know, like in the first week we were here, Bell's Hot Chicken did a staff meal for us. The Burger Project came down and did burgers and milkshakes. And Jeremy Stroh did Barramundi burgers for the team. We've had Chat Thai did our last final supper. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's been, been amazing. Mm. So um, you're going to help us um, find some different people from the team to talk to. Yes. Uh, but before that, let us know what you're doing next. Today? Well, no, 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 like in general, oh, in general? future, in the future. Yeah. It's like, where well, you want to see? You can tell us I'm about today. Yeah. My list of things. Um, well, we go back to Copenhagen and op- open Noma in May, and then we're already sort of thinking and planning. We have a big mad symposium coming up at the end of August, which is going to be really exciting. And then Noma, in its current location, will close at the end of this year. So, we have uh, the 31st of December, the last service at Noma, which is, you know, I think. It was a little warm-up to feel the emotions of even having the last service here in Australia after just 10 weeks. And I mean, I've been at Noma four and a bit years, but some of these guys have been there 11, 12 years. Mm. Can't even imagine how it's going to be for them to have that final, like, lock the door at Noma. But, you know, next next year, around the middle of next year, we have Noma 2.0 opening. So, you know, there's a lot of exciting things happening for me and looking forward to going back to Copenhagen, which is home for me now. And, you know, just really bringing all of these new ideas and inspiration from having this time back in Australia and putting that into effect back at, back at home. You should introduce um, party pies to Copenhagen. <laughs> party pies, yeah, and fairy bread. <laughs> Perfect, our national treasures. Amazing. Well, Catherine, thanks so much for talking to us Thank today. Thank you, it's been and, a pleasure. Um, if anyone wants to follow her, you should definitely should. Instagram.com slash Catherine Bont. And uh, make sure if you ever go to Noma, anywhere in the world, you request a photo with, with Kat. On your booking. Just what I need. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, babe. Sure. Uh, Nate French from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, been working at Noma for like three years now. Um, yeah, was in Japan last year and this experience here, it's been amazing. And what do you do in the kitchen, Nate? Uh, I work, well, I'm a chef de partie, so I work on, uh, here was a, I was on the cold section, basically doing the um, shellfish dishes primarily. Um, yeah, and just kind of running that section and making sure that everything was put together for it. Were there any uh, shellfish that you encountered here that you had not before in your yeah, life? Yeah. Um, yeah, the strawberry clams that we got and the flame cockles, I think those came from Victoria. They were just incredible. Um, you know, mussels, pippies, and oysters, I've seen those before, but the, those other two were just like, never seen them before, and they were amazing in flavor, too. Cool. So before you came to uh, do this pop-up, what was Australian cuisine to you? What did you think it was? <laughs> Kangaroo? <laughs> no, I, I didn't know much about it, to be honest. Um, it's a young country, uh, much like where I'm from, the States, and I think it's kind of hard to define what American cuisine is, at least in my opinion. Um, it's significantly easier than Australian cuisine. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect here, and I was excited to see all of the native ingredients and things that we had done research on and gone into the bush to find. Um, I mean, to, to see all those things develop, and uh, when we first came here, we lined up all of the ingredients that we had gotten in, and uh, the guys who had just gotten there with myself, we, we tasted everything. Just had a bite of all these different native ingredients, and it's like things I've never tasted before, never seen. It was, it was incredible. Was everything nice, or were there some disgusting things? No, there were some disgusting things. <laughs> uh, well, no, the, the spiced pepperberry leaves, I tried one of those, and it was like, like wasabi, raw wasabi mixed with like Szechuan all together in your mouth in one intense bite, like times 100. It was just 
absolutely knocked me out. <laughs> but it was it was interesting. Is there is there a standout dish from the menu that you'll that you'll really take home as like one of the highlights of um, Noma? Yeah, I mean, I would say the crab dish with the cured egg yolk that was an unbelievable dish. So simple, so confident, you know. Um, just steamed crab with an egg yolk sauce. Simple as it gets, but it was so 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 delicious. Uh, awesome. Probably that one more so than anything else. Um, and what about outside of the restaurant? Were there any places in Sydney that you kept returning to, or places you had a <laughs> Baxter's Inn? Man, that was like oh, yeah. place to go. Right, yeah, so yeah. not so much eating, more drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I had great meals at Master Restaurant in Surrey Hills. Mm-hmm. Uh, young restaurant, good young chef there too, um, and the food there is just outstanding. Um, had a great meal at Six Penny. Loved that place. Um, yeah, I mean there were some really really good restaurants here and there. We we had time off to go to and really enjoyed uh dining out at those places nice yeah and uh having having been here uh, for 10 weeks now what is australian cuisine um <laughs> amazing seafood uh-huh. uh i'd say the seafood is probably the most standout of anything else that's that's what should define it most i mean all of the cities in this country are pretty much on the coast beyond a, f- a few inland ones but uh as a result of that you know you have to eat what you have around you and the seafood is just like it's otherworldly there's nowhere else in the world that compares to this awesome yeah. um, and what's next what, what are you looking forward to taking from here home if anything um, just a sense of adventure uh, you know to, to take on new challenges and be confident in what, what I'm doing and what we're doing at the restaurant um, and also I think this was a really good learning experience for the restaurant in terms of, of coming to a new place and um, just being able to approach things objectively uh, without any preconceived history uh, of what we knew about Australian food and just kind of look at the ingredients, taste them, and then use them um, as they are, as we found them to be most uh, delicious, you know? And then to take that mindset and come back to Copenhagen with it, to go back to Denmark and kind of reapproach ingredients there and what we do there, I think it's, uh, it's going to be really refreshing to get back to it and do a whole new menu in the next coming month or two. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, and if uh, we want to follow you, oh, actually, Mitch, you got a question? I just want to say for the record, I hate that question of what is Australian food. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm asking it. Fucking, That's why I'm asking it. It riles me up it's so a tough fucking one, much. Man. It's stupid. <laughs> and you're a for asking. But, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just into. I mean, I don't, I don't really care what people, what 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 it's actually defined as. But I'm interested in someone that's only been here ten weeks. With, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, perspective. Yeah. I'm putting a menu together. I don't think it, it needs to be defined. But no, no neither. Fair enough. But it is uh, funny to hear what people have to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's important to to point out the the standout points of it. Like this. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, what is it? I mean, it's yeah. it's good food. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, where can we follow follow you online on Instagram? Or uh, Instagram that? is at Nate French, one word, um, and I guess Facebook Nathaniel French. Brent Crest, on the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Thanks, Thanks, Thank you. Okay, my name is Evelyn. I am a chef de partie here. I work on pastry. And I've actually worked in Sydney before, so it's not my first time coming here. Where did you work before? I worked at Bentley. Oh, great. Oh, for right. nice. a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. How long ago was that? It was actually right before I went to Copenhagen for the internship, and yeah. I was here for about like seven, eight months working oh, there. Oh, cool. Awesome. Awesome. So having already worked in Australia before, which you, I mean, not, not everyone in the kitchen had the uh, honor of doing, um, what, what kind of idea of Australian food, what kind of Australian dishes did you think would be on the menu at an Anoma pop-up? I mean, honestly, before I came, I, we, none of us knew the menu, except for the guys who had been working here, but I mean, I did kind of have an idea of what items we might be using, so it wasn't completely like brand new information to me, because I mean, you've seen some things when you've worked here for a while, like, you know what a kwandong is, or a lemon <laughs> aspen, or salt yeah. bush, or something like that. So it wasn't a complete surprise to me, but I thought it was clever the way we did it a bit differently from other restaurants that are using those ingredients as well. My mum very excitingly gave me a Kwandong soap the other day. She's like, it's a Kwandong. It's a Kwandong soap, Andrew. Um, yeah, I mean, I when I first saw those ingredients, when I first arrived in Sydney, I was like, what is what? this? Yeah. What is that? I was, I was a little bit more like, whoa. But, but the second time familiar. around, it was like, okay, well, there's a lot more that I didn't know about, but some were made more sense to me. What was the, the standout dish to you from the menu? 
from the menu. I mean, in terms of what I thought would be the tastiest, I think the Marin. That's Mitch's favorite yeah, one as well. Yeah, my favorite too. I mean, ragu and the nasturtiums and the Mexican. Yeah, it was tasty. Very tasty and good technique used as well. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's just full of flavor and it's a hot dish and a savory. I, I think that would have Umami. been the best one. Yeah. Were there any, what, what were the dishes in particular that you were working on? Uh, I made mise en place for all the desserts. So like the lamington, the bay thyme, the petty fours, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, I, I think that after the um, so the, what, the most Instagrams dish from the Noma pop up would have been probably the abalone um, schnitzel and then the the lamington. That's the, one I, that's the one I saw the most online. So people have seen that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Had you well, had. Had you had a lamington when you were last year? <laughs> yeah, I mean... A good, like, cheap and nasty one, though, from, like, Woolworths, yeah, exactly. not, like, a fancy one? Yeah, exactly. It has one. to be, like, a brownie that you get from the store in the yeah. States. It's like that. Yeah. I mean, I've actually made lamington a few times for the stuffed dessert, you know, here and there. I just yeah. think it's fun. But, um... What's, what was your go-to staff meal yeah, for 80 people? Yeah, I mean, at home or here? Yeah. Well, because here, I was on the section for most of the 10 weeks, and only at the very end of the our 10 weeks, they're like, okay, we'll take people to take turns to do it, because right. uh, we're just kind of... Getting bored you know, and whatever. Yeah, getting to the end. Yeah. So then, I, but at home, I always make stuff just desserts. Right. Yeah, so it, it was fun. I mean, what did I make? One day, I made Korean food. Which was fun because it's way easier to get the Asian ingredients <laughs> here than it is in Copenhagen. Yeah. Copenhagen is like... Nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. I mean, it's not like here. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very abundant and the markets are good. And then another day I made curry. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, favorite eating experience in Sydney? In Sydney... I have to say, I really like the chicken sandwich that Morgan made. This is Morgan yeah. from, uh, from Bell's Hot Chicken. From yeah. yeah. And there's, they have these pan-fried dumplings at Taste of Shanghai. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, the Shengjian Bao. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> yeah, I like Taste of Shanghai. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So they're underrated. But they're they're, yeah, actually, they're underrated. a chain as well. There's, yeah, there's, there's quite a few, a few of them. them. Yeah. A few of them. It's good. Yeah, um, that's quick. So did you find um, actually like dining in Chinatown and, and eating the various Asian restaurants in, in Sydney, did you find that as fun as actually shopping for the ingredients? Uh, I mean, I have to say the Asian food here is pretty good. Yeah. Like, I used to live in Korea. I used to live in Hong Kong. And I haven't lived in Asia for, like, the last 12 years or something. So I miss it, and I think it's quite up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Good here. And I also think the markets here are, like, really great. Yeah. You know, in terms of, like, the kind of ingredients you can get. Yeah, there's a pretty wide range of... Yeah. You can pretty much get... And I haven't even ventured outside of CBD. Right. So, I haven't even been to, like, the actual towns or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Strathfield. Strathfield. I'm pretty impressed. (laughs) Are you going to miss going back to no Asian food in Copenhagen? No, I was just saying the other day, I'm like, we should eat Chinese food at the last couple of days we can. have here because yeah. now we're going to eat like rye bread. Not, is I mean, it really? Not is it that dire? Like it. Is it really? Asian food north of Asia yeah. is not good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere. It's not good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's popular. Yeah. I don't think there's much of a demand for it. Or right. I don't know. That's why I could never live 
anywhere else because I couldn't deal with not eating. Yeah, I mean, the food scene in Copenhagen is pretty homogeneous because compared to New York, mm. I mean, I was living in New York for nine years. So it's like compared to the other cities that I've been in, Copenhagen's very like yeah. Danish food, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which is good. What are you looking forward to um, about returning to Copenhagen? Well, Renee won't listen. Don't worry, you can say whatever. <laughs> you want. Okay, the one thing I'm looking forward to eating is a spendauer, which is basically a Danish with custard and almond cream. Like those, those are good over there. And I guess packing up and setting up house again because we're kind of we've been living in a ho- hotel yeah, situation out of a suitcase. for a bit. And yeah, it's nice to go back home to our kitchen. I mean, after Japan, it was also like, okay, now we're going to go back to our place yeah. instead of having to travel 38 floors between a prep kitchen and the service kitchen. But here as well, it's like, okay, you go down to the dungeon to actually go to get your <laughs> go get <laughs> your to prep. the fridge. Yeah. Whereas at home, it's like, okay, just go up and down the stairs and it's like very yeah. accessible. Yeah, That's good. Like the setup. Yeah. Um, and if we, people want to see see like more from you, have, are you on Instagram? It's called Porky Buns. Because <laughs> at the last restaurant that I used to work at, they used to call me Pork Bun. <laughs> <laughs> so it, nobody actually knew my name. It was pretty uh, funny when stagiaries came and they're like, oh, it's just ask Pork Bun. And they're like, <laughs> are we allowed to call <laughs> But yeah. No wonder you like Taste of Shanghai so much. Pork bun. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well thanks so much for talking <laughs> to us today um, Hi, I'm Tess I'm from Perth I'm 23 So you had to travel the, the least amount of time Oh wait, were, were you already working at, in Copenhagen before the pop-up? Yeah, so I did my, started my internship in September mm-hmm. Got hired halfway through And then hap- like they happened to come here So <laughs> You are great yeah, <laughs> The, the place I was trying to escape <laughs> No, I haven't lived in Australia for a long time So it's really good to be back by by internship, you mean like you went to do a stage? Yeah, stage, yeah. Emma, and then you got offered a job? Yeah. So after, yeah, one and a half months, yeah. got off, offered the job. And what's your role in the kitchen? Uh, chef to party. Mm-hmm. Of, well, I guess we finished now, so I don't know where I'm going to be when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> what section were you working on? Um, I was doing section two. So I was doing the abalone garnish, uh, the macadamia, and the crab. Cool. It's just, yeah, working on the hot pass, yeah. dressing stuff. Yeah. Good. What was the uh, the highlight of the menu from the pop up for you? Highlight of the menu, not necessarily um, to make, maybe just to eat. Because I, well, I imagine you got pretty sick of making the. This well, I am. Um, I'm allergic to most of the menu, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I can't eat shellfish. So I actually can't eat much of the menu. So I ate a lot of the bay times. <laughs> yeah. I ate two bay times. <laughs> I used to eat a bay time a day. So <laughs> that's probably that's my really favorite good. part of the menu. <laughs> what, what was the bay time? The ice cream. It's our version of the gay time. Oh right, cool. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um, so it's peanut milk ice cream mm-hmm. sort of toffee on the inside and it's glazed with frika little ice cream yeah having uh, grown up in Australia were there any dishes that you expected to see on the menu that maybe were on the or were or were not on the menu when you finally got here um, well I definitely thought there was going to be Vegemite and that was all talk about that and then it didn't really happen but um, yeah because there's that actually that, that, there's a place in Perth um, in your little Chinatown section there and they do like a Marmite chicken it's like yeah. a, uh, it's like a Malaysian spot. Yeah, it? it's the only place I've ever had like Vegemite in cooking. Uh, it's really. I used to when I used to do like whole chickens. I used to do like a marinade with Vegemite. It's awesome. It's a perfect. It's definitely a perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perth. No, I used to make Vegemite pasta. That's the thing. I saw. Yeah, someone put that up the other day. Like a, yeah. it was like a Vegemite. It is amazing. I don't, I don't believe you, but no, I'm everyone says that. that. Everyone says that. No one believes it's good, but it's actually delicious. Like heaps of cheddar cheese. It's <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, I get it. You like you like cheese. <laughs> I guess uh, you know what, what were the things that you expected to see on the menu versus what what they actually were when you got here. Um, Besides, I guess I didn't really know what to expect. No one really did. Um, but I think the menu was amazing, and it was awesome to see all the stuff on there because all the stuff like um, I'm used to seeing, like wattle seeds and all this stuff, and no one ever uses it, and it was pretty amazing to see on the menu. But I guess just expected most of it, marins and all that stuff, yeah. Hmm. How many times did you have to say the word Kwandong? 
<laughs> Not too many, oh, actually. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how about what Sydney dining? I mean, had, did you spend much time in Sydney before? No, I'd only been once when I was like 12, so I didn't really know much about Sydney, but I love it. It's definitely better than Perth, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, actually, this is a great way to go. So before we ask what were your favourite places to eat in Sydney, can you please name us some good places to eat in Perth? In Perth? Um... I have to think about that one. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't, so move on. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good brunch spots. <laughs> Do you like things covered in Vegemite? Yeah. <laughs> Perth's got you covered. Do you like boiled eggs on toast? Yeah. <laughs> and good coffee. That's so it. where was your favourite spot to eat in Sydney? In Sydney? I like Masters. You like Masters? I mean, I haven't actually been out that much to eat, um, but Masters, I went once and I loved it. Catherine was eating seven meals a day. Yeah. Catherine was in his since Yeah, I think Kat managed to get a lot more time off she, than a lot of other yeah. people did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to go to Acme. That was the number one spot I wanted to go, but I didn't go. That's yeah. shit. When do, you, when do you fly back to tomorrow morning? Tomorrow as well. I'm going to Bali. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Bit of an R&R before you go back. Yeah. That's good. So That's excited. Good. Classic Perth place to yeah, visit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where should I go? Oh, Bali, obviously. <laughs> Amazing. And do you know what you're doing next? Are you going to then go back to Copenhagen? and Go back to Copenhagen and then the stay the until um, it closes. Mm-hmm. After that, I guess none of us really know what's happening. I think they've got some plans for us, but... You could be unemployed for you know. Could be unemployed for a while. If that's going to happen, I might do my own thing, go to Mexico for a bit. I think. Awesome. And then go back for the opening of two point Sick. Cool. Um, where can we find you online if we want to follow your adventures? Uh, Instagram. Yep. Instagram slash what? Uh, Tess Davo. Easy. Yes, very Perth again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Tess. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I'm Jess, twenty two, from Italy. That's it. That's Finished it. my culinary school, starting working at Noma two and a half years ago. Uh huh. So Noma was your first job in the industry. Yes, yeah. it was crazy. I mean, I was working while I was at school during mm-hmm. the weekend, and probably um, summer vacation. Sure. Yeah, but this is the first job. And uh, what's your role in the kitchen? Uh, I'm a chef de partie. Mm-hmm. I've been doing cold dishes. Sure. Starters. And what were some of the cold dishes on the menu at the normal uh, The seafood platter, mm-hmm. tomatoes and sea urchin, but I was in charge especially of the tart. The Season, scallop tart? Yes, the scallop tart. Um, yeah, that's it. Was that a good one, Mitch? I did not like the scallop tart. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Controversial. All right. <laughs> um, well, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty difficult to make it though. Yeah. It looks very like it's just a tart when you see it, but yeah, no, it's definitely there's a lot of technique. So much preparation behind it. Yeah. What goes into it? So we change it uh, while we were here. In, in the beginning, was with lantana flowers, and then we did with nasturtium flowers. So it's a seaweed pie seasoned mm-hmm. with uh, kelp powder. And then what you do, you make this scallop fudge. So you dry the scallops make a powder with it and mix it with butter and freeze it, put it on top and then we add nasturtium stamps as well on the bottom. Cool. Um, just a quick question. Um, are you allergic to shellfish? No. <laughs> no, no. So you're able to eat everything on the menu? Yes. yes. Um, and what was your favorite dish? Mm, I loved the tomatoes with sea urchin probably. Mm-hmm. Because it reminds me home quite right. a lot as flavor. Yeah. Um, the lemington. Yep. Quite a lot. Everyone loves that lemington. Had you had you ever heard of a, a lemington before you came down here? Yes, because um, in Copenhagen we always do staff food. Right. And there are always two different interns, different nationalities. So they've been Australians making it for us. So yeah, I tried it before. Were there any other like uh, Australian dishes that you thought you might encounter when you were down here? Well, I didn't know really this gay time. <laughs> no, I, I didn't really know it. Like, uh, there is in Italy as well. It's the same thing. Oh, really? What's it called, called gay time. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. I need to figure out. <laughs> it's called in a different so way. So you've eaten it before, but you yeah, didn't know it was yeah, called exactly. a gay time. Yeah, exactly. And then when I came here, it was like, oh, this gay time. And then I went to buy one just to figure out. I was like, okay, I tasted this before. Yeah. <laughs> That's but interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same ice cream. It's just called in different Something ways. Different. Huh. Interesting. 
I think people just love the name more than the ice cream here. Uh, I like it. Yeah, no, no, it is the best ice cream, but people yeah. just enjoy the name yeah. in a big way. Yeah. Um, so, did you? Uh, had you been? You hadn't been to Australia before. before yes, I've been last year. All oh, right. After Noma Japan. Oh, cool. Oh, so you came for a holiday after? Yes, uh, I came because I have lots of friends here in Sydney, mm-hmm. um, especially from Noma that they were working before with me, and then I came in Sydney and I stayed here. Have you got a? Have you fa- managed to find a favorite restaurant in Sydney? I still have to go in uh, some of the ones that I really want to, as Momofuku, as Six Penny. I went last year and, and I loved it. Right. I really liked it, and looks like this year is the same. Everybody like loves it. Um, I really liked Esther as good food, good wine, good vibes. Ten William Street. Mm-hmm. That's not really a favorite one. There are very good ones. It's pretty it's amazing. It's hard to choose. Yeah. So uh, the pastor at Ten William Street uh, met your approval. What do you mean? Was it was it was it up to scratch? Was the pasta? Would good? Nona have liked the pasta? Uh, no. I didn't try a pasta dish actually there. Really? I didn't try. It. Maybe that was a smart move. No, <laughs> I didn't try. It. I was too drunk probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what's what's next for you? Are you heading back to Copenhagen for the, yes. the rest of the team? Going back to Copenhagen for a bit, and we'll see. And what, what will you take home with you as your mem- main memory of Australia? Um, probably a different energy, right. more positive. Okay. Because living in Copenhagen, where the weather mostly of the time is very bad... And uh, raining, and it's a very dark city, let's say. Mm. It's a good city, but it's b- very dark. And people are not as positive, as funny. And I'm from Italy, so I'm quite, quite a lot happy the whole sure. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm just going to bring more energy, more positive energy. Yeah, it's actually very interesting to hear that you got a positivity out of being in Sydney during yeah, this time. So because much. it's actually like the worst Sydney has ever been at the moment. Really? Objectively. Objectively, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, really? in, in some regards with stuff going on with the government and stuff like that. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, okay, the I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like a lot of people that live in Sydney are just endlessly frustrated at the moment. So it's cool for you to come but here and not, not get any of that negativity. Yeah, but there. I mean, we've been living in Sydney, but we've been living more at Noma. Sure. Than yeah. in Sydney as a city. Yeah. You know, it's like you're in your apartment and then you come to work. You don't really figure out, like, I just saw it from the news or in the weekend you hear what's happening, but you're like in you're your bubble really part of, it, yeah. of working and just focus on that, to be honest. Um, when you get back, you should ask Tess to make you a Vegemite pasta for staff meal. Yeah, I tried and then, and the Vegemite, but I don't really enjoy <laughs> it. I, li- I like Vegemite, but I'm pretty sure Vegemite pasta is terrible. Yeah. As, oh, a, as a pasta oh. connoisseur, yeah, Mitch. Yeah, I don't know about that. I tried different kinds of pasta here. You know, amazing. M- Mitch has a pasta restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got Acme. Did you go to Acme while you're okay. here? Oh, that's why. That's why. Yes, I went to Acme. Oh, oh what did you think? What did you think? And I was thinking of those dishes, uh, actually. Um, yeah, I liked it. She didn't like it. I really... No, no, no. no. Actually, when I went there, I know you were in Italy, were you? Yeah, I I started at Francesca. So that's why. Yeah, we went there and Mm. we thought you were going to be there. I went with Sofia. Uh, But no, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's different. And I was like, oh, man, tonight I really want a dish of pasta. And Sophie was like, yeah, just go to Acme. I'm going to probably come back again. I got one more question. Are you going to get a new pair of Birkenstocks before yes. you go back? <laughs> so the idea is, the idea is, I bought this one. Yeah, I need to. You definitely. bought them when you got here? Were they new when you started? No, no, no they oh, were not already. brand new. No, no, they were not brand new. Yeah, okay. But um, yeah, I just wanted to really get your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so then now, now I don't have to bring them back. Like yeah, you should you should throw those Birkenstocks into the ocean tonight. Yeah. yeah. Not to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney seafood loves Birkenstocks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and if we want to find you online on Instagram or on Twitter, can we find you there? Yeah, sure. What's I'm on Instagram. Yep. Uh, and it's Janat93. Okay. Uh, Jessica Natali, that's my name. Janat, easy. Yeah. Cool. Thanks Thank so much you. for talking to All us. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. So, what am I I'm from Brazil. 
Yeah. That's it? That's it? Yeah. That's all you're going to give us? <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been working at Noma? Uh, two years now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what's your position in the kitchen? I'm a chef de party. How many chef de parties are there at Of uh, Around 15 to 20, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Right. So we've spoken to one... Six? Four of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a, lot, it's a yeah. lot of people in the kitchen. It's a big team. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so what were the, the main dishes on the menu that you were uh, putting together? Um, I was in the cold section with uh, the shellfish platter, the pie, the tomato. But basically everyone does everything in the kitchen. Sure. So, yeah. Um, have you got a standout dish from the menu here? Yeah, the abalone. Oh, yep. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I think it's the, something like never done before. Have you, have you had much abalone before? No, 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 no. Right. I had in Japan, but served completely different from what we're doing. So I think like deep frying was yeah, very d- d- like... D- yeah, describe because it was an abalone schnitzel, right? Yes. Do you want to d- so describe it was confit. Um, we used to confit for eight hours in um, oil made from a fermented rice mm-hmm. with dried mushrooms in a paper bag. This is uh, from the aboriginals that I used to use before to tenderize meat. Mm-hmm. So, and then deep fry. Yeah. Amazing. Have you ever had a chicken schnitzel before? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Do you you leave tomorrow? Uh, I stay here until the 13th. That's plenty of time to find yourself a schnitty. You should go get a schnitty. uh, I'll go back to Copenhagen. Where should should she go buy a chicken schnitzel? Um, The best one. With a cold beer. I mean, is there a good one? No, it has (laughs) to be bad to be good. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Maybe uh, the shaky. Yeah, okay, that's a good. Yeah, shake, shake, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Shakespeare okay. Hotel in Surrey Hills does a really, really uh, acceptably bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Unicorn does a really sick schnitzel. Yeah, with the wing still attached to the. It's a good vibe. Such a good, a good vibe. vibe. Schnitzel, obviously, it's not a, originally an Australian dish, but it certainly is one of those super everywhere kind of Australian yep. di- pub meal kind of dishes. Were there any any Australian dishes or any any kinds of Australian food that you knew you would you would see while you were here? No. No, really? No, not at all. Was this your first time in Australia? Yes. Yeah. i never been here. So what, what, what were your impressions of Australian food before it. coming here? I but, love but, it. But before you tried it, what, what did you think it was going to be? Oh, completely different. I knew it would be like hot, but uh, I had no idea it would be like this amazing, you know, like a restaurant by the water, everywhere you go like busy, you know, like big city. Mm. Never yeah. thought anything like that. Um, have, did you find any amazing restaurants or places to eat while you were here when you yes, were working? Yes, yes, I feel like my my favorite one was Momofuku uh-huh. at Daystar. That for me was one of the best experience. I never, I didn't went yet to this the other fancy restaurants, but like more casual, like to enjoy. Yeah, I think Momofuku was like the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got some time off. Are you, you going to try and check out any places while you're here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's on your list? Of I don't know yet. Yeah. And other my favorite one as well is Master. Okay. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one is never I been, there. been there. Yet. Uh, you uh, should. Everyone at Noma seems yeah. to love Master. Yeah, so. it's a, he's joining the owner and the chef. He's a very good friend of ours. Cool. So yeah. Awesome. Um, and so what's what's next for you after uh, after the the, the pop up here? Well, go back to Copenhagen, and only God knows yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Are you scared? No, not no. at all. Not at all. So you you learnt to cook in in Brazil? Yes, but my first job was in England. Right. When I left Brazil to learn how to speak English. Sure. So that was my first job seven seven years ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So since then, I just work in the kitchen. Sure. Have you ever uh, actually cooked like Brazilian cuisine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked uh, before Noma was working in Brazil for like five years. Right, sure. Yeah. What are some like standout Brazilian dishes? Because we only get like the the, the the Brazilian restaurants that we have here. And the churrasco. And just, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. all, that's all the, it is for us. The thing is like when you, once you're in Brazil and you get into the Brazilian food, is completely different from what you see. Mm. Like churrasco. This is, of course, this is our typical. But uh, you can you cannot have the as many ingredients if you go in a good restaurant. Mm. You know, you get into that. Like what Alex Atala does in Brazil, you know, yeah. just using... Brazilian ingredients. There's things that you never heard about it. Just if you go that, that's why it's so difficult. Like in Copenhagen, now, why don't you do some uh, Brazilian dishes? Because it's impossible to find the ingredients. Right. You know the meat, the spices, dry stuff, everything. If we want to find you online, um, are you on Instagram or Twitter or something like that? Oh yes, 
Yes, my what? Instagram uh, is Viviane Mello uh-huh. or Vika, V-I-C-A-F-R-K. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, thanks so much for talking to Thank us. Thank you very much, guys. Easy. Back in Adelaide. Freestyles and shit. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me a couple bars, just quickly. <sighs> I'm too nervous. I'm out of practice. I promise the mics aren't on. <laughs> <laughs> so our last guest today is one James Spreadbury, a.k.a. Spreaders, oh. who is uh, was the restaurant MC manager. Name? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> MC Spreaders. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it like being back in the country, bro? It's beautiful. Um, it's been a uh, crazy project, yeah. and um, it's been it's been the longest time that I've spent back in Australia since I've been gone for a long time, and it's been amazing. Yeah, you um you came out on some of the research trips as well earlier on, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I came on the first one with Renee when yeah. we were sort of secretly here and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no one was supposed to know so we were here. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, just to sort of check out some things. Um, and it was exciting. Um, and then for it all to actually happen, you know, it was pretty surreal. Yeah. Um, Does it feel real now, packing it packing It, it feels f- fucking real, man, because, like, it's emotional, you know, like... Uh, we're like a big family, the team, you know, and it's, um, you feel like we've, I don't know, just played like a grand final or <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, it's, it's strange. We've spent so much time together and like, we've made so many new friends down here. So for me, it feels a bit like, you know, when you go on a big weekend with your friends yeah. and then you're hungover and it's over. You got to trudge back home. It's a bit like that. Yeah. 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 Happy and sad. So yeah. are you looking forward? To going back to Copenhagen? I'm looking forward to just getting back into a bit of normality, you know, a bit of yeah, routine. A bit of routine. Yeah. Um, because here it's been like living in a bit of a bubble. Yeah. It's been a novelty, you know, it's been fun, like yeah. s- staying right in the city centre and just walking down here to Barangaroo to work and, you know, it's been, it's been fun, but I'm definitely ready to like finish with this project. Yeah. I'm not ready to leave Sydney. I'd love to stay and like hang out with all you guys yeah. <laughs> a little bit more and just yeah. chill, but, you know. Time to yeah, time time to get back to life. Yeah, huh? exactly. <laughs> tell me, tell me about the research trips that you did before the pop up started. What were you setting out to find and, and 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 try? Well, I mean, there was quite a few of us involved in different ways. You know, um, we had Annika, our project manager, who was heading all heading all of this. And um, you know, of course, there was Bo, Thomas, and Renee on the kitchen side, and then um, Mass and myself, more so, um, him taking care of the wines, and then you know collectively you know there's all these little things that you don't think about you know like candles and a point of sale system it's like oh shit we forgot we need a point of sale system you know um just all these little things so i think the initial research trip that i came on was more so actually just to find out is it going to happen the logistics do we have a space like looking at this space you know that we're in now and just seeing that it's like um you know a shell unbuilt unfinished and just seeing the magnitude of like how much work ahead there would be, um, you know that that was sort of the initial trip that I came on with Renee, and it was just sort of, all right, do we feel that we can pull this off in Sydney? Does the venue look like it's going to work? And you know we agreed, let's just go for it. Um, and then the wheels were set in motion. So I didn't I didn't come back again until the end of November, um, and it was more in between that. You know it was Mass and Bo, Thomas and Renee. Traveling around, doing all the wine, spirits, beers, ciders, and then, of course, all the ingredients. Um, I came at the end of November to finalize a lot of the things that needed to be yeah, fixed. Right. Um, so, working a little bit. Also, because I came to Rootstock as well. And yeah. 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 So, that was how, we, how, it, how it came to be. Tell me about some of the highlights of, of, of the last 10 weeks. Highlights. Actually running it. Were there any good moments or were they all terrible? No, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> there was great moments. I mean... Um, <laughs> The the thing is, like, I was so nervous and anxious before we opened, the, the days leading up to it. You know, you want so much to get it right. You want so much for people to uh, enjoy it and be happy and also, I guess, be accepting that we're here as well. Yeah. I very much wanted people to, you know, we were really hoping that people knew that we were here for the right reasons. You know, we wanted to be here and be a part of the community, which I think is extremely important. Yeah. Um, and you know, not com- not coming down, just trying to flex our muscles or anything like that. You know, um, that was never any sort of intentions like that. Yeah. 
there's more to be a part of yeah, I feel like happening. you guys got br- embraced with pretty open arms yep. by everyone down here, and it's like I Thank said to Cat earlier that it's it's actually been pretty cool. Like, not necessarily that the restaurant was here, but that all you guys were here, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a different perspective, and yeah. it's new people coming and being a part of something that we feel like is really special here because we feel like it's such a tight knit group and community here. You know what I mean? So, yeah, hopefully that word sort of spreads of that and how good the scene is here at the moment that sort of gets back over to that side of the world and that kind of thing definitely I mean the guys you can feel it on the team and the guys like they've definitely have felt welcomed and um, you know I just want to say thank you Sydney (laughs) (laughs) no but everyone's been everyone's been amazing you know and it's um, like uh, strengthened friendships new friendships you know which I think in this industry I think is one of the most important things like having this global community yeah um of like-minded people you know and just working together uh supporting each other it's like definitely the way forward it's what makes our industry enjoyable and it's what makes us grow you know um for future you know future projects you know you never know who you're gonna sort of like hook up with and do something with one day for sure um so you gotta take care of each other you know yeah definitely um but there's been a lot of great moments you know just the i think when you realize that uh after all this work you've got um a team that can pull together and run a restaurant on the other side of the world that's just been built Mm. new systems new flow everything you know like it's pretty crazy feeling when the service starts to just click and flow and it's just running smoothly so how many weeks in did you realize that half a week oh wow well done a week <laughs> sure it, was, it happened so fast yeah everyone that's the that's the amazing thing about the team you know it's just like when you push together and then uh, it's so fast things just like click in and in a very sort of like comfortable and smooth uh, um, I don't know service it just ran really smoothly mm. so it was a lot of fun yeah. Easy. Um, and uh, what's next for you? Are you you headed back to Copenhagen with the whole Copenhagen with the whole team? I have to head back. You know, um, I've been there for a long time now, and um, there's obviously this very big project of uh, Noma relocating um, and uh, us opening Noma 2.0, as we sort of internally call, call it. it. Yeah. Um, so I definitely need to be and want to be a part of that project, of course. Um, which will, of course, head into 2017. And, um, yeah, then who knows? Let's see. I do love and miss Australia mm-hmm. still. Um, but is, that gonna, is it going to be like a f- real fresh sort of homesickness in a way now that you've been here for a, a good so, period yeah. of time again and to leave it again almost? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. I think it's going to be difficult. Um, Copenhagen's amazing, you know. As you know, it's, it's an awesome city. But um, just being back here seeing all my friends, family, all the industry colleagues, um, getting to hang out with them, just getting to go to the beach on <laughs> Sundays and Mondays, getting some waves again. Yeah. It's like, oof. And were there any uh, restaurants or places to eat that you took everyone to, like a proud father? <laughs> uh, well, Golden Century. Yeah, yeah of course. A, finally, someone brought it up. Sorry. I was like, did, did not... Because we've asked everyone that we've spoken to today, it's like, what were your favorite places to eat? And yeah. I thought everyone would say GC straight away, but... I mean, there's a lot of places, you know, uh, that are great. But it was definitely. definitely, before we arrived here, it was the one place that I was like, to the team, I was like, oh, wait till we go to Golden Century, guys, <laughs> at like one in the morning, you know, it's... Because <laughs> we don't have and anything magic like happens. That. We don't have anything like that in Copenhagen, of yeah. course, so... Yeah. But there's... Yeah, a lot of great stuff going on here. Um, I think, yeah, especially on the mid-level, like, you guys are so lucky. There's just so much energy, so many cool things happening, lots of places uh, to eat and drink. Mitch has two restaurants now. Mitch has two restaurants now, I know. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) How many restaurants did you think he would have when you last left? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had one last time I was here, so he probably... Probably lucky that I still have the one. That, uh, <laughs> Seems yeah, to be I, doing well, huh? I never thought I'd have two. Fucking hell! Start the empire, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. get rich. I'm what trying. about close them both and then open them again? Acme two point oh. Well, James, thanks so much for talking to us and letting us hang out as you uh, frantically try and clean this yeah. restaurant away. Generally. Pleasure. Being in the way and breaking balls. Um, where, for, where can we find you online if we want to uh, follow your adventures? Me online? Yeah, Instagram mm. or Twitter or something? 
I'm on Instagram. Cool. I don't really use Twitter. Yeah, but no, no, no chefs do. No yeah. one does anything. Just Everyone under my name, James Spreadbury. Easy, not MC Spreads. No, but I might change it to that. <laughs> I'd love that. I'd really appreciate <laughs> it. <if> you did. <laughs> Kick a few bars for you. Uh, I'm actually DJing at your uh, your big farewell party tonight. I know. I have to actually, play for about eight hours. After after some of those 80s tunes that you played that night. Uh, that was definitely a I, 90s I night. I recommend Was it 90s? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Shit. I screwed that up. <laughs> what, what should I play? Have you got any requests? What, what's going to... Oh, I'm easy. Yeah, what's the set list for tonight? Liz? I heard you play a lot of hip-hop. I like hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Big right. L and whatever. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'll bring some instrumentals so you can get up. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks you've for been, having us. You've been listening to The Mitchin. My name is Levens. His name is Mitch Orr. You can uh, find us semi-regularly online. Regularly? I don't know. Uh, but you can find us also online on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Mitchin. And uh, send us an email, themitchinpodcast at gmail.com. No, it's, it's just themitchin at gmail.com. I'll get it. Maybe I should register both just so I can never forget. Um, and you can find uh, Mitch online, Krillin on the run on Twitter and Instakrill on Instagram. And I'm on, on LevDog on both. Thanks so much for listening and see you again at the Mitchin. Bye. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.